0: Hello there. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. My name's Bob D, and with me for this show are Colin Brown. Hello there. And Sean Milligan. Hello. In this show, we're going to have a quick chat about the results that came out of the Buenos Aires Open. And then we're going to move on and have a look at the XTC lists. Okay, so Buenos Aires, information scant on the ground. What have you seen, Colm?
1: Uh, so basically, the only thing I've able to been able to find is what was streamed on Gold Squadron. Uh, so which is, we've just looked at the top cut and the final. And there is some interesting lists there and some stuff we see seen before. So um, one of the lists in the top cut was that Galactic Republic Aces list that won at Gen Con. So Obi, Anakin and Rick. So that's doing well here as well. And then just general kind of like some Republic beef and stuff. Uh, but the most interesting list by far, in my opinion, is the one that came first, uh, which was a Decimator, Rear Admiral Cherno, with Palpatine, Shield Upgrade and Dauntless alongside three generic Inquisitors in the TIE Advances V1, uh, 199 points.
0: Okay, so what's what's the magic with that?
1: I think the magic is basically the Inquisitors
2: are tanky. I was going to say, uh, it just can't be hit, really. If you think about it, like um, you've, got your, you've got your Force, your evade, your three to four green dice. They're just a massive distraction to take you away from not hitting the Decimator, really.
1: It's interesting. It's very comparable to the list that came second at Gen Con, which had the Grand Inquisitor, two generic Inquisitors and a Gendon shuttle, and alongside, because of the decrease compared to Chernow and Gendon, you could have the Concussion Missiles and FCS on the Generics and then send on the ground Inquisitor, which is a list that I like a lot more because you've got the Concussion Missiles for some increased offence, you know, and the like,
0: do you guys think Chernow's worth it over Gendon? No, not for me. I mean, what, what worries me about the... the this particular list is, that OK, the, the inkies will take forever to die, but you are potentially handing over quite a lot of points with the, the decimator with tyranny on it. Uh, and if you are handing over 94 points with that, and that, that leaves you with three tyre advance wandering around that can't do a lot of damage, you could very easily find yourselves on, on the wrong end of a, of a points imbalance at the end of the game. I mean, it's all very well being hard to kill, but if they're not managing to kill stuff as well, then, then they've got problems. And yeah. I, I think with Gendon, with you've got a much smaller points investment in the in the support ship, and also you're actually increasing the offence of the, the Inquisitors with with target locks. I
2: agree. Um, and also I think the sense brings the I've not won the bid safety net as well um, for when you've got... And can flying round in his ether sprite, so it's a really good counter to 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 that too. It does just feel like a better all round package.
0: And um, Buenos Aires is, I don't think, was ever going to be a huge event because they they have so many difficulties down there in getting their scene going. And I think they were probably about forty or fifty players,
1: something in the region of that. I'm not honest to
2: be sure. I'm not sure to be honest. I think it was, it was five rounds of Swiss, then a top eight. So that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. The,
0: uh, the other one that I, I saw that was, was interesting was the five TIE SFs, each with passive sensors and clusters, which was a list that um, Paul Heaver has been talking about and, and commending to people recently. That looks pretty filthy. Yeah. Do You get missiles off both forwards and
2: backwards. Definitely worth it, especially, you know, you're not lured into the temptation of taking special forces because you don't need it, because you always stick your arc at the back. So, yeah, I think that's actually really good, especially with the five. They've got a five-wide forward as well, so you can merrily zoom over the top of, of an opponent and still hit them with the concussion missiles.
0: Have I understood the rules right on that? Because the the heavy weapon turret says that you can rotate your turret arc only to your front or back, and then you must treat the front arc requirement of your equipped uh, missile upgrades as a turret requirement. So, if you wanted to fire the missiles forward, you'd have to have the turret pointing forwards.
1: Yeah, but you can link the lock from passive sensors into a rotates.
2: Ah. Uh, so you're never gonna you're never gonna get that wrong.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because
2: it's because they're they're rotator all white, aren't they as well?
1: Yeah. Every single okay. action they can do, can link into a right rotates. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool.
0: Well, you need to get hold of five TIE SFs and that's that's not a cheap list to build.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I also think there's like a limit there to how good cluster missiles can be. Like cluster missiles have never ever been good. You know, like are they just going with in there because like, like if you're shooting well, at an yeah, ace, unless they're foolish enough to get into range one to two, like you're not doing anything really. You're just shooting away with your little two dice. You know, pea shooter.
2: I mean, they're obviously good for on two red dice ships, because it's an easy three dice, and they're, they're fairly cheap. So, maybe it's because there's five of them. That's what makes it good. I think
1: five of them. Having six health behind two greens like isn't bad. Like There's a lot of stuff to chew through. You've got to respect it. But like, you can't... You can't reposition and do an action. Like, do your passive sensor stuff so like I don't know like it's certainly scary if you chased into us
0: yeah you wouldn't want to be doing that
1: no but I also feel like is that I don't know it just seems like worse than five (laughs) A-wings
0: I I was so waiting for you to make that point but it
1: (sighs) does though doesn't it
0: Um, like you can just roll
1: right into a I don't know, a CIS swarm and just annihilate us.
2: But. Or well, can you take out Obi Wan and Anakin and Ricolette with it? Yeah. But well, you wouldn't I, don't I don't think you stand a chance, would you?
1: No. No, I, I think like it's that. much worse than like a regular swarm against that kind of list. Okay. And you also stand a chance against a lot of stuff. It's like you, you will just lose an SF before you fight back. Like if you come up against something that can engage you with a. Uh, you know, another alpha list, which is basically what this is. They can engage you at range three. They're getting their their missiles off, and you're not. Yeah,
0: you'd need to control the range so carefully, wouldn't you, to avoid that just going horribly wrong.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously strong. Like if you can get it in the right position, it's a lot of attacks. But I don't know. I'm not excited to try it myself. You know? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to chat a bit about the XTC. If you're not familiar with the XTC format, it's an event that's happening in Krakow next week on Wednesday and Thursday. There are 20 different international teams, each of five players. They're coming from all over the all over Europe and even America. The US have put a team in for the first time. And each team can select any five lists they want from five different factions. And having just a quick overview of the the factions as a whole, every single team is taking a resistance list and an imperial list. Nobody is missing out on one of those. And everybody except Finland is taking a republic list. So... You would expect, if the factions were evenly distributed, about 14 total of each faction. In fact, you've got 19 in the Republic, 20 Resistance and 20 Imperials. So that tells us something about what what some of the best players in the world and some of their mates think uh, is, is really good. Scum and Rebels are at 13 apiece, so about average. But then you get down to first order and CIS. You've got nine first order lists and only six CIS lists. And every single one of the CIS lists is either a um, Beelzebub with five or Beelzebub with a bomber and five or Beelzebub plus six. So they're all going for a, a tactical relay plus a swarm. That, to my mind, is, is indicative of the, the strength of the factions at the moment. There's a real perception that First Order, uh, despite lists doing pretty well uh, in South America, First Order just, just aren't that strong. And CIS really only have one option, uh, and it's a pretty basic swarm option. Are you really taking anything that uh, a standard uh, Thai Academy swarm uh, can't provide? So I think it's, it's a case that, that perhaps those, uh, those teams feel that they've been forced towards uh, first order and CIS.
1: So it's, I think it's very interesting to look at the, the pairing options you get. Um, so, you know, you can kind of have a bit of say of what your list goes into if you'd like it. Um, so you can get some interesting lists for that reason and some kind of like first order. So I'm looking at France here. And Matthew Carbon has a quick draw with swarm tactics, uh, the gunner upgrade, FCS shield upgrade, and then he's got three Omega Squadron experts with swarm tactics, cluster missiles, and passive sensors. So pretty much what we just talked about, is, but all shooting at I six, um, which is pretty cool. Like you can see, that's kind of tailored towards rather than having one of your SFs get killed, just roll up into. You know, potentially block with the Omega Squadron expert, do your passive sensor action, then roll up with quick draw, give everyone I six, and just nuke something. So no, you know, you can you can definitely pair that into something that it would be strong against.
0: Although he's running with a, a, a two hundred points, so he's going to be staying away from the aces. But yeah, I can you can see that taking out one of the the swarms or the the mini swarms.
1: Mhm. And it is surprising that CIS hasn't you know, had that high representation. Because a lot of people are saying that's a very strong list. Like the CIS Swarm and a uh, Elbowlub. Like, it's just a scary amount of damage it can put out. So I am slightly surprised they're, they're not in there.
0: Yeah, it may be that the teams are expecting a Swarm meta and are teching to, to face the Swarm down rather than to take advantage of the Swarm.
1: Yeah, possibly. So I know Team Ireland has brought their resistance list includes Is a Vanny bomber, bomber list. You know, with Tragedy and was clearly hoping to see some swarms. So maybe everyone thought there'd be a lot of stuff like that, so they decided to ditch the swarm.
2: Yeah, um, must admit, I mean I'm just I think just scanning kind of down there, the only swarm I've seen so far, there's a sloan swarm there's a like a Thai Sloan Swarm for the Imperials flying around. But I can't actually see anything else. Can't even see like a Sinker or Swarm or anything like oh, that. Well, there's a sinker so. swarm. The
1: US are bringing a sinker
2: swarm. Of course they are.
1: There's another version
2: <laughs> of the, um... As a person that played the Resistance for well, quite a lot, I really hope they get matched up. Because there's nothing more satisfying than launching a bomb at a swarm and dishing out the crits. That's my vote for Team Ireland. There you go. <laughs> I am actually just scan down it if you do the scum lists. Now, I've seen two lists now with the autopilot drone, and one of them doesn't even have hand It uh, doesn't even have the uh, Falcon in it, which I thought that, that was. I thought that got ruled out as just a bad, uh, just a bad idea, full stop. Unless it's...
1: I think it depends what you want to use it for. Like if you, so the list it's in is has got Boba and Fen, so really it's there for a little bit of board control, you know, in the and early turns. Fe,
2: and to give Fen a Target Locker. Huh?
1: Or Boba, yeah, another action, whatever. Just that coordinate, and really, you only need it for the first few turns to get ahead, and then it's not yeah. that big a deal. I mean, I suppose that's the thinking.
2: There's a suckers as well.
1: I've been entirely distracted by Scotland having uh, a, totally a Tony bit. Stark
0: <laughs>
2: on their team. <laughs> oh, what about their like 28-point bid they've got? Is it 20 points? they got 172 Ye- for their... Uh, public
1: list. Yeah, that's just definitely a case of like, you want to pair that into stuff, right? You want to pair that into aces and just be like, I'm moving last. Your <laughs> advantage is gone. Yeah. Or is it? Can you? You can't draw, right? Because there's still final
0: salvo. No, you can't draw. Um, and I think the the big change this year is that each team's taking five rather than six players. With the the idea being that um, you can't have a tie in any round. It has to be 3 2, 4 1, 5 0. Um, And that should avoid tie scores, which can be problematic when there's really, well, there's only 20 teams. So if you start having teams tying, it makes the scoreboard very complicated.
1: Yeah. So does that mean MOV matters
0: less? Matters very little.
1: Yeah, So that's weird then because I thought maybe those two aces are going to be like well in some games you're going to be you know you think you're going to lose no matter what you do so you just run away forever and just minimise your MV loss but if that's not important
2: Surely that's on swordsmanship. or some sort of nonsense on the rules.
1: Man ask the judge I don't know
2: <laughs>
1: So one thing I have to point out we were talking about earlier is Team O'Rabe, Team Germany Scum and Villainy list is about the maddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so it's it's a uh, forlorn with crackshot and contraband cybernetics. Lots well, Razzy, YV six six six, with Uncar plot triple zero and the hound's tooth, so we can have the Nash to pub, which is in there. And then Koshka Frost with crackshot and IGAAD. So what, what's that about, Bob? <laughs> what do you think?
0: Um, well, Timo is not a player to be underestimated. No, um not at all. I, he's, he's had a, a string of really impressive results uh, inside Germany and outside. He's not frightened of doing something mad. And uh, Lats, with, with that setup, whoever ends up playing that is going to need to give it some real thought before they try and take it on. I mean, fall on with crack shot? That's a bit peculiar. And the, the Nashta put, which I don't think anybody's ever seen on the table before. Remarkable. And Koshka with IG-88D and crack shot. Well, you're hoping that Forlum's dishing out the stress, but it does seem like a list that's trying very hard to create a situation.
1: It's very, very just controlly, isn't it? Like, it's, it'll try and pick on lists that I feel I can, you know, ex so like hand off stress of four alarm to get cost ability going off lats has yeah, uncar got... and her ability to try and tractor stuff yeah. like it is just Uh-oh. a very very controlly list
2: lats also has a triple zero as well to have, try and hand out more stress too yeah
0: yeah um and did you guys see chris sipos's scum list for hungary that's another one that's interesting uh, he's running Old Terror with Crackshot, Talon Bain with Crackshot and Morallo Evil. I
2: don't with... even
1: know who that is. It's another um... YV66 pilot. He's the one who can fly off the board and come back on. Oh, right. Yep. I, yeah.
0: I, I did I, just... I did have a play with that back in the day and um, it was not amazing. No,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems a bit, yeah. Like, I think it's definitely a good ability. And he's got Lone Wolf because, you know, he's going to be coming on by himself. And like, it kind of helps get around some of the YV666's hindrances in that it can't turn around.
2: It's just um, randomly
1: but... got BT1. Yeah, like, what's BT1 about? What's Maul for a bit of passive mods? I don't know. It's like, it's very reminiscent of that old Terok, Talonbane, Ketsu list that does quite well. But you swapped out Ketsu for Moralo.
2: I am struggling with that one, I'm going to admit. It might be an amazing call that we've not realised and might have been on another level or it might not.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I've been quiet about the list in case I get shot by my team captain. Um, Hopefully, later in the week, we're going to be back talking to Team England, uh, seeing how they're preparing for XDC next week. And then next week, super exciting, we've got XTC. And then close on the heels of that event, we've got Europeans. In the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Bob D. And goodbye from Colm Brown. Goodbye. And Sean Milligan. Goodbye. Shifts to quality.